Everybody and uh, welcome to the show. Thank you, you blessed viewers or you blessed listeners. Thank you for joining us again for Extraordinary Alien. I'm your host, Teresa Livingston. And today we have another really super duper exciting guest. I feel like I should have a like a, a bell to ring. <laughs> Gosh, uh, I've been busting to have this special guest on the show for quite some time, ever since before the show was a thing, actually. I'm going to tell you a little story. Oh, God. My guest doesn't even know this. <laughs> so years ago, when my guest first came to Los Angeles, uh, I thought I have to do something with her, anything. I have to get in her space. And so I came up with this idea, different to this idea that we're seeing now. But I was inspired to call it Extraordinary Alien because of her. I know. Look, that's, if you could see her face now. That's crazy. This is most definitely a woman who is... Obviously, she's a woman. First guess. Yes, Twist. you're right. Uh, she's definitely extraordinary, and I think maybe I'm still trying to figure out if she's an alien. She is like no other in so many ways. Please allow me to expound further upon why I think thus. My guest is what you might call big in Australia. She's a most beloved household name. I'm fairly certain she's best known as an actor in Australian television, in dramas, uh, even comedies. She's one of the funniest women I know. I reckon she'd kill it at stand-up if she had any desire to kill it at stand-up Terrif at all. Terrifying. 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 <laughs> because her heart and her passion is in the storytelling. However, that story best be told. And she possesses just about every talent there is available to possess in the art of storytelling. Lucky her. I think it's the stage, though. I think it's the theatre where my guest feels her blood course backwards through her veins the most. Fact. She's Whopper trained, Western Australian Academy of Performing Art, Gorgeous. and she's trodden the Sydney Theatre Company boards more than a four, few, more than a, more than a four times, perhaps <laughs> more than a few. The Belvoir Street Theatre and the Melbourne Theatre stages all sell out when she is cast. Among other notable roles, she's played Blanche Dubois. I mean, it was a piece of typecasting. <laughs> Get a six-foot Amazon to play the <laughs> famous waif Blanche Dubois. Natural. She's played Julia Gillard. If you don't know who that is, feel free to Google it. And most recently, she won a Sydney Theatre Award for Best Actress for her portrayal of Calamity Jane in the sellout tour which she starred in. She's written, need I go on, but I will. She's written two solo cabaret shows, one that caught the attention of the Edinburgh Fringe, where she travelled in 2012 to perform in the all-hallowed Spiegel tent. Yes, ma'am. And my guest can sure belt out a bloody good tune. She sang at our wedding. I did. She can sing like an angel. She I, sang at our wedding. I sang you down the aisle. Yeah, you I? did, girl. Oh my God. Yeah, you did. So she can sing like an angel or she can tear down the house if she damn well pleases and quite often she damn well pleases. <laughs> Wouldn't that have been weird if I just rocked out <laughs> with my cock out at your wedding? You shook me all night long. <laughs> I could challenge that you would put my guest into any room, just drop her in. 
a room filled with any number of intellectuals, creatives, maybe some historians, a splattering of literary buffs, a couple of famous people, scientists, biologists, philanthropists, politicians. I really don't care who. Just put them in there. Because I guarantee you this enigmatic woman would not only hold her own, but at some point she's going to be holding court. <laughs> She would not only be enthralled to learn something new from these clear greats, but everybody there would learn some fantastical new thing from her too, I assure you. <laughs> and when she left the room, every single attendee would be in love with her or want to be her best friend. I've seen it. A room is instantly made better with her in it. I'm not the first or only one to say it. She is extraordinary like that. I'm continually inspired by this woman, and I know that you will be too. I'm so lucky I get to call her friend. Would you please make welcome Australia's own Virginia Gay? Oh, mate. Jesus Yay. Christ. What a beautiful intro. Thank you so much. When I have <laughs> crippling depression, will you come over and read that to me? <laughs> yes, I'll frame it for you. As a welcome treat. Oh. This is fancy. Wow. My husband... Uh, slash studio assistant, <laughs> slash boy behind slash the desk. a gourmet <laughs> pop-up maker. He's Look a chef. He, he's, he's hot, talented, and really great Let's in the kitchen. A food truck. He's brought fresh figs, which we stole from the tree down the alley. Uh, it's a, a demolition yard, so I don't think anyone cares about the figs, but it's laden with ripe figs. Oh, my God. There's and a... then you've put creme fraiche and honey. Oh creme fraiche and cardamom honey. Cardamom. Cardamom. So because Virginia is also one of my favourite people in the world too. Ah, uh, guys, <laughs> I'm bloody thrilled. Good. I'm I'm honoured. May, may I? Please have a fig. Please have a fig. Yeah. I think this is one of those things that is either very good first date food or very bad first date food. Pretty sensual. <laughs> I mean, it's a fig. They're vagina berries. They are. They really are. They're Adam and Eve food. I mean. If you're watching on YouTube, it's basically a vagina she's holding in her hand. Remarkable. Oh my god, that is incredible. Oh, smell a vision, taste a vision. We're heading in that direction. This is guys, do this podcast. You get treated really well. One moment. People say also. Oh my god. You know how ASMR is a thing. You know ASMR, which is the people who talk very close. Is that SMR? Like ASMR. I can't remember what it stands for. Oh. But it's a thing and it's it's like bordering on a beautiful fetish for people. People love really quiet that feeling of being spoken to right here. Oh, it's like the Zoe Kravitz ad for whatever beer that is. Have you heard it? No. Oh, she talks about organic beer. <laughs> and then cracks the beer. Yes. It's the well, whole thing. It's also you can cr crumple things next to the microphone. Is exactly. Yeah. Or eat like a pickle. And I just thought... Or eat like a pickle. For example. But I just thought, like, if you loved ASMR, you'd really enjoy us <laughs> eating those things. And if you didn't, that's, that's quite I'm a sorry. wet, chewy way to start a podcast. You can hear people tuning out right now. <laughs> or tuning in. Or I mean, in. you know, you can't please everybody. No, you can't. Find your niche. Yeah. And stick to it. <laughs> I mean, I think we're going to cover some of that in the conversation. Let's start by saying, though, that the way that you know my husband is yes. because straight out of drama school, you landed immediately a role in Australia's All Saints where my husband was already working, correct? Yes, that is the case. And on the very, the very first day, I was so terrified. It was March the 2nd. I can tell you the day. What year? 2006. 2006. 2006. I did my research. Oh, bloody hell. 
Um, I graduated in 2005. I got it. I got the job three days before Christmas. Like Channel 7 called oh. up and said, like, happy Christmas. You've got a three-year contract with Channel 7. Holy crap. I went into my parents and I screamed, I'm going to be Georgie Parker. <laughs> and my parents, because they're academics, went, oh, oh. who's Georgie Parker? <laughs> really? Yeah, totally. It's very sweet. But I turned up on that first day. I knew nobody. No. I was so frightened. Straight out of drama school. I just rigid with fear really and old mate Willie Wilbur as I was walking back so we, okay listen I just need to set the scene it's in it. Epping it's the middle of nowhere yeah the um, studios are, have been collapsed now into very nice apartments buildings but what it was just, that's yeah. where I used to work for many years yes. they've gone yeah totally all gone raised oh, shit. that's also, sad I mean it was such a rabbit warren right because it just kept yeah. having bits and bits built on afterwards yeah. Also, I think it was filled with asbestos. You know, it was built during that time. Yeah. I'm, I hope it was safely dealt right. with, right? But so I had gotten there by public transport. I think at this stage, I actually had only just learnt to drive and I oh wasn't my. trusting myself. And I was so I was walking out from my first day and I was just like, the, the rain had started and I was walking back down to Epic Train Station, which was like half an hour's walk away. And Wilbur pulled up in a car with a little pink cap on and went, you. Yeah. Get in, Aww. and I was like, "Oh, you, you know me, you trust me." It's like, "Yeah, get in." You're part of the family now. And on the way, like, on the way down into, I think you dropped me at the train station. I was like, "Oh, we we started a friendship that has now lasted 156 years." Oh. Is that correct? Seven, I thought. That is it. That is it. The plastic surgery here. Is Bless. Great. <laughs> so subtle. That's what's great about Rejuvatox. it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get it all. Let's do it. <laughs> Start at my eyebrows and work your way down. Are you? I, am I? I'm for it. Oh yeah. Listen, I think in. I think in the future we'll consider this time at the time in the way that everybody was like, um, <laughs> hair dyeing. Do you know how like oh, when yeah, hair yeah. dyeing okay. started? Yeah. Nah, I don't know when that was, <laughs> but I'm gonna say <laughs> confidently, the thirties. Sure. Let's say that. Let's, Let's say do that. it. People were like, oh, my God, what a, what a way to lie. What a way to, you know, treat your body. What a way to fuck with your body and your and your age. I just think that this will be the next thing where we're, like, in the moment of flux, like, how could you? And then, like, five years from now, everybody will be like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I started my daughter on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You go down the cafe and get your wheatgrass shot and a Botox shot. In England, oh. you can get them, like, basically everywhere. I know this because my don't friend. Don't trust that. I don't, yeah, no, listen, I'm not sure I'd love it, but my friend is a super I responder. My friend's a super responder, and I saw her one day after she got, like, a backyard um, Botox injection. And she looked like she'd had a stroke. She just had, a, like, it was full palsy down one side of her face because they'd, they'd gone to the nerve, and she was a super responder. Stop it. I know, right? So, super responder? I mean, Someone. it does what it says on the tin. <laughs> Responds in a super, super, way. super strong way. <laughs> I was thinking that, but I worked it through in my mind and thought that must be what it means. That's marriage. They, we, yeah. <laughs> we respond pretty super. I actually don't know. I'm sorry. What's the question? To, Desk like, person. Responding to everything, like aphrodisiacs or yeah, 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 or your Panadol. <laughs> I'm numb. She's very cheap. What did you take? A Panadol. <laughs> Fort. <laughs> Steady on. Tylenol. A Tylenol, right? That's yeah. The, that's the American name. Aspirin. Oh, aspirin. Aspirin. There's vagina berries. Thank you so much for bringing the vagina berries. Sure. sure. 
So not long after you did um, All Saints. Yes. Uh, I mean, I think I pretty much, you know, covered how marvellous you are and how it's much, you know, popular. nonstop work you've had being in Australia. I want to I talk about, because I think what's interesting, mm. let's say we're someone at home in Australia, some young girl yes. who reminds us of us, you know, when we were in our it 20s. gets better. <laughs> I promise you. I am so sorry if and you're in your teenage years now. Shit. And then it gets better again, and then yeah. it gets a little shit, and it's yeah. a little better. You know, it's... But everything's better than your teenage years. I promise you. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Or did you, yeah. have, good, did you have good teenage years? You know, um, it might be, um, you know, veiled mm-hmm. in a little bit of my, my innocent joy. Oh. oh. I'm a little naive. Oh, innocent joy is a lovely thing. Yeah. So even when things were kind of shit, I had, you know, I had ponies and, you know, puppies and living in the country and I would go look at butterflies. It was ridiculous. Also, I've got to say, everybody who I've ever met who grew up in the country is pretty well, um, what's the word? Well adjusted. Well adjusted. Yeah. There's something about like sending kids out and running them for like six hours a day. Absolutely. Like, go. Yeah. Also, learn what kills you. (laughs) Don't eat most of the berries, but some of them will be fine. Good luck. It's so true. It's so true. The amount of snakes and, like, you know, terrible, dangerous things that that we came upon. I ate snakes on the farm. Ate them? Yeah. Wait, what? You ate snakes on your farm? We would would kill the snakes and fire roast them and eat them. Listen, that is sustainable. His mum would skin skin rabbits in front of him. I mean, the the skin comes off just like pajamas. It's true. Oh, I thought you had to kill a pig. You've got to, yeah. Not about meat, but are you uh, sure? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> You've got to bleed a pig first. Oh God! To be- keep the meat clean. I mean, this is what we should be knowing, so we can all be vegans. So you plunge a knife. This is way off topic. Yep. Plunge a knife into the heart, and then let it bleed, and then you kill it. Great. Sounds a bit like my career. <laughs> <laughs> Just plunge a knife right into. <laughs> Until I bleed. Until I bleed. Tell you what, clean meat. It gets better. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus, she's a bit chewy. Oh, shit. That's going to be great. That's going to be really great. (laughs) It made me cry. With joy. Innocent joy. With joy. Innocent joy. Thank you. Really nice, clever way to bring it all the way back around. That's all I've got for you. But if someone wants to come to America, Mm, like you've learned a bit, we've learned a bit. You know, not only about, you know, take fountain, the good old advice. Do you remember the advice? Take fountain. I always forget who the fucking actress is. Her name is um, Catherine. Hepburn. Catherine Hepburn. Thank you. When she was in her Alzheimer's days, she's in an interview with Fucked If I Know Who. It's a very famous line. What's that? Parkinson's. Parkinson's. Is that what the heck she Well, she's being interviewed by Parkinson. Get out. Could be. Everybody get out. <laughs> Could be. Or oh, Parkinson's she had, I understand. Mm. Right, not Alzheimer's. I don't know enough about either of those two to know the difference. Well, you've got two ex-fake medical professionals <laughs> in the room, so you're welcome. They played doctors on television, we so we're good to go. <laughs> you will come to people's aid with that. I, I mean, there are terrifying stories about thinking that we know what we're doing. Can we go to that next? Oh. Oh, Great. Yes. So just book book note bookmark that in your brain. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much. There's Expect a little pen and paper us. right there. <laughs>
But she's famous for saying the interviewer who is Parkinson or whoever, but mm. someone said, what advice would you give for, you know, young starlets coming to America? What what advice would you give coming to Hollywood? And she yeah. said, take fountain. And what is that? <laughs> it's a street. How to get into Hollywood. Yeah, advice for how to get into Hollywood. Take fountain. That's amazing. Delightful to Yeah. Me. I really, I, I was totally lost as to what she was meaning. I thought... I thought it was. I think my setup like, was shit. No, no, no. Trying I, to get into Hollywood. What advice for young stars trying to get into Hollywood? Take Fountain. Yeah, it's I, genius. I, I just thought it was like a numbing agent or something. <laughs> How's that ointment? <laughs> Cleared that right. I up. feel nothing anymore. <laughs> I love Fountain. <laughs> just before an audition. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna squirt that right down. You're a super responsible. That's true. <laughs> it's true. Just Bungella. Oh, yeah. for your yeah, gum for nums. Num gum. Bit of a num gum. <laughs> what did you call me? <laughs> I've had words. Witch. <laughs> uh, so to the stories about the you two being ex fake nurses. Ex fake well, nurses. He, so he's an ex fake doctor. Tell me your funny story. Have you been the whole three things? Sorry, because you know there's a nose. Oh, you're oh gosh, I think I'm allergic to my dogs who's lying on my lap. So Will's just told us that he's been a lawyer, a cop, and a doctor, which is the try. Mm. That's it. Once you've done those three, just what then? Then you start cycling again. It gets better. (laughs) (laughs) You could play Satan. You'd be a damn. What a charming Satan you'd be. You play a vampire in like your year ten. Make make a show. Make a make a television show. Did you play a vampire there? Werewolf. Werewolf. He nods his head. Yes. Silent. Silent head nod. Oh, we've got the I've never seen you been so vocal because he's his best mate's here. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, tell oh, me I, w- I will tell you some great stories about Willie Wilbur too and what his friendship has done for me as well. But I'll tell you those stories too. But I will also tell you about being an ex-fake nurse. The best story I have about being an ex-fake nurse is that we were at a party, a winter wonderland party. Oh, dear. Yes, where somebody had basically slipped open a series of um, beanbags. Bean yeah, totally. <laughs> but they just stick to you. They absolutely do. Amazing. They are static nightmares. Um, and our beautiful friend, like we were, everybody was drinking very heavily. It was a midwinter Wonderland party. You know, there was mulled wine. We were drunk. <laughs> and somebody was making snow angels on the floor. And a, a, uh, one got in their ear. A, a little bead, ball. A little ball got in their ear. And the more he dug at it, the further it went in and the more he dug. And me, in the clarity of being that drunk, I went, everybody, <laughs> everybody relax. <laughs> I'm an ex-fake nurse. Bring him to me. And we like, we held him down. I was like, I need lights. You pulled your toothpick out of your martini and like went in for operation. I can only do it with one hand because I've got to hold my drink. Um, but I was like, I am going to need, we, we need tweezers. I'm going to need you to sterilize those tweezers. Run lights. them under the hot water. Exactly. We had like somebody holding a light and we held him down like and it was surgery being done in like the 1800s. I was like, I'm sorry, but you just hold his legs. He can't kick. And as I was going in with the tweezers, I, I, but like I went to get the ball, and of course, because it was covered with earwax, I couldn't get traction on it, and I pushed it no! further into his ear. And as that happened, I went, oh, this could end very badly. Just in my brain, that was when I went, oh, God, what the fuck am I doing? Fake. The word fake in fake fakeness. I just remembered. And then I was like, oh, wait a minute. It was four and a half years. I reckon I can do this again. And I went in, and I got underneath Ooh. it very gently. Mm. And as I started to pull it out, he started to make this incredible noise. He was like, oh, and I was like, oh, and everybody in the room was like, oh, and we were like, oh, 
<laughs> it was incredible. Then we danced around the room. That's amazing. Thanks, well guys. done. Thanks, guys. Please. Nothing fake yeah. about your nursery. <laughs> I removed uh, stitches from a man's head in Brooklyn. Wow. That is a much better story. <laughs> wow. I told him I was a fake doctor, and he said, yeah, yeah. we'll do it. Because <laughs> he didn't want to pay for the doctor. This is what fame does. They'll believe anything. That's incredible. Yeah. So you cut them and pull them out, and then and then at a cafe. Yes, that's all right in the cafe. Yeah, I told you this. Story. Yes, yes, I was just as amazed as I am now, hearing it for the first time. I'm like a goldfish. You could tell me anything four years ago, and they what happened? Do you know generally almost all of my favourite people are goldfishes? Oh, why is that? I don't know because I have such a memory. I'm an iCloud. And almost all of my favourite people are goldfishes. I'm an iCloud. I truly am. Like, so explain the iCloud to oh me, my would God. you please? So Melanie Vallejo is my best example of a goldfish. Who so. you were in Winners and Losers with an Australian yes. TV show. and she was basically like my will on Winners and Losers. Oh, we just like you, aren't you lucky? fell in love. Mm. We were, fell in friendship love. And she, <laughs> she's got like, it's, two, it's a two-second memory. That, that's, and she's the most beautiful, radiant person in the world, but... She's always excited to hear your stories again. Wee! But I have the thing too where she'll be like, um, oh, anyway, and then and then what happened? And I'll be like, oh, it was a Thursday. Oh it was a Thursday God. and it was raining and you said, uh, no, stick with me, you said, uh, and then like we'll quote her verbatim. Her story. It's her story. I have very, I have kind of shitty memories for my own stories. Wow. But when I love someone that solidly, I become their iCloud and they can ask me what they did and where were they that summer and why were we all in New York? So I wonder if she would say the same thing about most of her good friends because most of my good friends are iCloud so I feel like a duh, a oh, numb gum. No, but what, you can't have everybody being an iCloud. You need some gold flushes to the iCloud and vice versa. <laughs> well, I mean, sign I, me up. I'm in. I'd be on it. <laughs> I'd be bloody on it. I love it. Oh, you're a little uh, – Virginia put a dog in too. Well, I have a dog on my lap. Hey. Hey, babe. As if on cue. I know, right? That's Walter. Hey, Walter. You're That's right, uh, Patrick Bramwell and Harriet Dyer's little sweet chihuahua. wawa Weenie wawa Part <laughs> chihuahua, part <laughs> wiener dog. Patrick, you know from episode Fill in the Blank? I know, right? He, he played a, a guy with high-level autism on All Saints. Oh, Patrick. Right? Yeah, Patrick Bramwell. Sorry, I'm That's the catching first up time here. I met him and worked with him. They're lovely people. But this, oh my God, this dog. Oh my God. You've never had dogs? I was a cat person growing up. It's uh, just, you know, you, you are just whatever you your family sure, has sure. when you're that age. And I was like, oh, I'm a cat person. This dog. He transformed you. He'll he always be one. It's you true. always remember you're one. Walter's like a gateway drug. Now I am Ooh. the person at dog parks who's like, what's your dog's name? Look at me all over. The best. Well, not only dog parks. <laughs> <laughs> And that's just a Tuesday. <laughs> oh, my God. Now you see why I love what, it. What time is this podcast coming I mean, out? Is it after 7.30 on It's network? never the wrong time? time for you, Virginia, <laughs> honestly. In the middle of the day. Yes. And I'm sweating. What's going on? It's like, yeah. who ate all the pies? Oh, no, it's this. It's, it's just clothes. We got yeah, a lot of lights. Awesome. Yeah, we got a lot of lights. Very fancy setup. Um, so I want to go talk to, because I think it's really important, all of my guests so far have been men. No disparagement against men, but I'm very excited to have a woman so we can talk about, you know, some Period. women's issues. <laughs> yeah, exactly. As my husband likes to call them, your fleas. You got your fleas. fleas. It's Why? a oh, Do you want to hear that story? Yeah. Okay. So white sheets. We sleep with our dogs. I don't apologize for oh. it. 
I've had boyfriends who have said it's me or the dogs and I've said, well, don't let the door hit you on the ass on the way out. So the dogs sleep with me. They're like then t- taking place of the dollies that I had when I had my puppies and my ponies. Yeah, Not that I slept with my ponies. <laughs> I would have if I could have. No, sh- no word of a lie. That is very delightful. <laughs> so warm, so big. So- we'll need a California king for this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. But what about all the cows? Um, <clears throat> and... So the fleas and if they chew them and the little blood pop on the thing and, you know, sometimes if it's that time and, you know, I would go, it's the fleas. He'd go, it's not the fleas. I'm like, mate, (laughs) it's the fleas and we're going to leave it at that. Yeah, great. Yeah, so you got your fleas. Oh, yeah, I really respect that. Yeah. Yeah, good. (laughs) So straight into the women's issues. Yeah, I don't have my fleas at the moment, just in case you were wondering. (laughs) In case Australia was wondering. In case the world was wondering. (sighs) I think mine's disappearing early. I'm in that. Fucking hell. Yeah. yeah. Right. We were trying to have, it's the baby thing. And, yeah, right. You know, that's yeah. a conversation that I was going to, you know, get on to about. Shit, yeah. <clears throat> what do you do here? Mm. How do you time your family around this career where you're supposed to be skinny and hot from the time, yeah. you know, you can say ASMR. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a. I mean, it's a real wild time to start again in your mid thirties. Like, because there are yes, there are certain biological imperatives that also start making their appearance felt in your mid thirties. You feel like you're starting again. I think I was starting again, 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 again. again. And listen, I mean, that's a scary sentence, but also, what an incredible feeling to go like starting again, right? Fresh, yeah, clear. I mean, we're not dead yet. We're not. Fucking dead. Yeah, it's a, a long lot, way off. It's a that, long way off. They're yeah. keeping us like alive a lot longer. I know. Before. I know. I know. So why can't we start again? Again, I don't see why I've been reawakened to yeah. understanding that the path that I thought was, you know, this age you do this career, this age you do yes. that job, this age yeah. you do the next job. Then you meet your man. Then you meet your baby. Then you buy your house. Then yeah, you meet yeah, your baby. Yeah. I mean, you could just meet your baby. I mean, why not? Why not? It's a way. <laughs> it's a way. Yeah. You know, it, that's not how it goes. It just isn't anymore. And it shouldn't have to be felt like that's the only way. I strongly agree with that. Can I tell you that I was recently in New Mexico? Do it. And there was a beautiful piece of pottery. that We went to a feast day in a pueblo in Santa Clara. Mm. And there was this incredible woman selling her incredible pottery that takes her like four months to pick away with a needle. It's One with the most, piece. Yeah, with the most intricate and beautiful designs and she said one of one of the designs on this piece of pottery which reader i bought was a um a bear claw trail and my beautiful friend christina o'neill and i were there and we were like what does the bear claw trail mean and she said it's just a reminder that the 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 pathway never goes straight. A bear claw is a bit like when you see the bear claw trails, they're always weaving, they're taking little little digressions, little tangents, they're going up here, they're doubling back, they're coming around. Uh, both Chrissy and I were like, oh, yeah, that's right. Yep. It's not just one way straight forward. Yeah. It's weaving and strange and you find other exciting little adventures yes. and other skills and other like yes. I really love that. So I was like, take my money. Wonderful lady. Well, that's what that's what when he remind me he plays games, video games. Yeah. His favorite thing to do yes. is to get lost in a world. Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah. I I'm really inspired by that to yeah. get lost in your world and yeah. find. I've always been a big advocate of 
even though you think your path is your path, I'm happy to go. Because I believe you have to go for a goal and strive for that thing because yeah. you never know that you'll be like reveal re this new other option will be revealed and you're like, oh, that's why I wouldn't have found it if I hadn't have gone there. Absolutely. It has right. to be. Just go forward with passion yes. and it will, all these leaves will blossom in front of you, sometimes behind yes. you. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's okay to go back and look at the leaves and behind you and to do all of that stuff. Yes, I agree. Somebody else was saying, oh, there was such a wonderful quote, a beautiful quote about somebody when she was in her 80s and she was still doing things and somebody says what's the key to that and she said stay interested yep and I was like yeah because then you're interesting yeah and you've got something to wake up for in the morning yeah a hunger a passion something to investigate something to learn what a thrill interested is the term too yeah. a lot of people want to be interesting yeah but no. you cannot do that no, it's, you it's not attainable you can't, you can't create it that's right you can only be interested, interested. And maybe somebody will find you interesting. Absolutely. Yeah. And that Ooh, is true. right. She delivers the truths. No, but that's this is <clears throat> you did that. That's you that's qualify. the message for young women. Stay interested. Get Coming, interested. Get stay interested, interested. Get involved. Do you yeah, more yeah. than anything? You cannot be interesting. It will it will it's not interesting. Yeah, it just reads as fake too. It's oh, like it's so shallow. How many times have people told you Oh, just be confident, be yourself. Oh, and great. It's always, Thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just have fun with it. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> it's totally. <laughs> it's, so, it's so insane to do, especially the confidence thing, because when people are faking confidence, oh, no. you can fucking smell it. I've done it. I know. We've all done it. And gone, know? what is that? Yeah, yeah. I feel like I want to vomit. Yeah. Hey, Nothing's uh, going right. Hi, good right. morning. How are you? I'm so great. Oh. No. Terrifying. And everything then falls apart around you. Totally, totally. Conversations. Yeah. Electric. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you're too just, busy There's no lying, flow. Basically. That's exactly. right. Exactly. That's right. But it is true that the the thing that is very captivating is being yourself and being confident. But it's you cannot fake it. It has to. You have to have earned it and discovered it in ways that you can't explain. Right. But you just get then to the point where you're like, oh no, I'm actually completely, I'm completely comfortable in this room. Great. I don't know anybody here. Excellent. Cool. Great. What's your name? Brilliant. Oh my God. Amazing. Great hair. This, you know? It's you, like meditation actually because you don't know you're in that spot until you're in that spot. And then when you're in that spot and you go, oh, I'm in that spot. Yeah, 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 and then you drop off it and you go, how do I get back to that spot? Let's be interesting. That's so so it's like this this elusive little carrot that runs ahead of you and it's all you so can true. do is just yeah. not think. Yeah. And then sometimes, so sometimes then just like a bunch of carrots land in your lap. And then you're like, oh, I got carrots. so many and the carrots. carrots. And then the carrots go. Yes, because you can't be excited about the carrots. Can't be excited about carrots. Can be excited mm. about the figs, though. That transparent dangling carrot, that um, Alanis Morissette line, I always loved it. Remember, no. thank you. Those transparent dangling carrots. I was like, yes. Huh. Mm. Uh, Naomi Watts said this thing as well that I always loved. And I'm going to paraphrase because I can't remember, but mm. I've always – remember when she did Mulholland Drive? Yes. And she'd been – she had not – she was a – Yeah, she'd been a, a yoga teacher for 12 years here <laughs> in Hollywood, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Doing fuck all yeah. and wondering why. And then she got this Mulholland Drive and, you know, um, she's got an interview and she was being interviewed because of that thing. And I remember she was saying the hardest thing is that – not to lose your shine – because it's your shine is the thing that gets tarnished when yeah. you're trying and trying and trying and, and auditioning rejection and rejection, rejection and rejection, the no yeah. and the no for no apparent reason yeah. why. Yeah. And it's your shine is the thing that they're going to hire you for. So she's like, that's the hardest thing that I yeah. ever did was to somehow 
never lose the access to the shine. That's extraordinary. Extraordinary. And if she could bottle how people didn't lose the access to the shine. Do you have any idea how to do that for yourself? I'm still trying to figure it out. How to, how to not lose your shine. I mean, God, because it, it's, again, it's that thing that if you can do it naturally and comfortably, it's very attractive. But again, if you're trying it's to do it, it's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, a, it's kind of aggressive and awful. Like people who are hopelessly and baselessly optimistic, which, you know, which comes... Actually, listen, From desperation. I, yeah, and, you know, reads as kind of, I suppose, naive or, or – but, I mean, I think optimism is a really good thing and a really valuable thing, but it's true, again, when – If it's when not, if it's authentic. Exactly. If you're really like, yeah, great, but there's like, yep, it's just coming, it's just coming. It can be very tiring <sighs> to be in a room with. It's very – it's an American thing to do. Yeah. Um, I, I, I do love it. <clears throat> like you go to Vegas, for instance, and they're like – you know, oh, we're thinking of building a, a a dinosaur park, and they're like, "Great, let's start it." And sure. they're, so they're very willing. Yeah. But I I have I have found it hard to find the line in between where it's like, you know, what's practical and what's just, you know, what's bullshit. not serving you because you're not actually hearing what the world's giving you. Oh, I mean, again, oh. it's a tough one. It is a tough one. It's a beautiful thing to be around such positivity because Australia. You know, we are pragmatists. We are pragmatists. Bordering on cynics, some <laughs> might say. <laughs> I mean, you said it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean. It's true. But yeah, so I it is refreshing. I suppose what is... But the, it's tough. What is the important sentence there is, is what, what's not serving you. So yep. if optimism is serving you and if created optimism is serving you, then great. Yep. But if yep. it's not... If anything in your life is not serving you Absolutely. and it's not serving other people, then you've you got have to, to look learn at a way to... To strip it back, to find something else. I feel like your writing mm. is a way for you to really mm. keep your shine. Oh, that's a nice point. Don't that's you a think? really lovely point. Yeah. Yeah. I have been, my whole life, I have been saying to myself, oh, God, you know, if, if only I, I had time to do the things, mm -hmm. the, the other things Be that I'm interested in. Be careful what you wish for. Exactly, right? And so I really was like, I was trying to think about having no structure in my days for the first time welcome in, to los angeles <laughs> i know right and it's a real responsibility to go all right so what do you do with your days mm. especially because you know as we all know from being on television sets you, you are structured down to the yeah. minute yeah yeah and the show like the 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 morale of the crew and how well the show feels like it's going is dependent on being structured down to a minute and everybody respecting time and everybody, you know, on TV sets they tell you when you can shit. They yeah. tell you when you've got your 10-minute toilet break as opposed to the I don't unless just... they give me the word. <laughs> is, it, is this still the case? Does the world go, <laughs> now? <laughs> Poopy time, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Will's just shaking his head silently. Sure. Um, yeah. yeah, so I tried to really reframe that. And I think reframing is a really useful thing to uh, to think about, not good. to think about yeah, that's all, a nice all this term. time to go like, reframe oh, all this time. That's a good word. And it's my responsibility to uh, use that time and to use it in a, in a way that nourishes me, that offers things to other people. Yeah. It's very – it's difficult in this world, of course, too, because – you're waiting on outside stimuluses. You're waiting on outside requests. You're waiting on outside auditions. You mean work, auditions, yeah, jobs? Which yeah, which means that you have no control. Right. So the the 
the best way I have found in the months that I've been here to 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 <laughs> to own a day is yeah. to go, all right, so this is me saying I have agency over this day. What are you going to do? How are you going to break it down? And do you so, schedule yourself? Yeah, I try, and I try and tick off things every day. So every day I try and exercise. Every day yep. I have to go out Yes, in the sunshine. There's a certain, yeah, certain non um, non negotiable. Negotiable, yes, absolutely. Every day, it's my responsibility to call somebody who I love and yes. who nourishes me and whose friendship we nourish each other and connect. Yeah, totally. Mm. It's yeah. my responsibility to eat good food and not just mm. and not and not just binge. Like there's that beautiful thing about mm. um, <laughs> talk to yourself as you would talk to a five-year-old that you're fond of like yes and treat yourself like a five-year-old like have you run around outside today no that's probably why you're irritable have you eaten any vegetables today no that's probably why you're not feeling good in your body you know like think about yourself have you played today have you had enough play right yeah, then go into the playroom absolutely and play. look at that butterfly yes out there. totally lose yourself in that butterfly wow. my, my 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 five-year-old here is like why do you look like uh like you've eaten all the pies in that outfit? <laughs> I will not have that. Self-talk. It's so naughty. I will not it's so naughty have, and it's not okay. It's not healthy self-talk. It's not, but you catch yourself. Yeah, yeah. It's true. You catch yourself. But that's it. That's the way with all habits, isn't it? Yeah. So we've learnt habits for whatever reason because they served us at some point. Yeah. And you have to be aware of the habit, acting on yourself and going, "It does this serve me now?" Mm. Or is it to that to... point, yes. I think I think what's what's important, and one of the things that I you know talk about quite a lot. Sorry, I'm throwing things around. Is is I, I think to uh, it's a great tool in everything across the board to be able to have a, a moment where you notice that you're speaking to yourself that way. Mm. Notice that it is your habit. Yeah, yeah. Notice that you could notice it yeah. and then do the next thing which is replace it with something else exactly exactly instead of leaving it going oh well that's my habit what it oh, doesn't yeah. do is give you a tool to change it yes so to put that thing in its place exactly. where it's like that's oh it. that's little little ginny yeah why don't you go for a play i love that you know right? put something do an action that replaces it so that becomes a habit yes exactly and we all know what it, it takes a month to make but a new this habit this doesn't right? this isn't that that's not a thing that is like and it's not as easy as it sounds, of course. It's not. Habits are habits for a reason. They get and in. we are very, very headstrong within our own selves, aren't we? we? Are. You and me, particularly. Look at Unlike us. Pretty Woman, the bad stuff's easier to believe. Oh, that's good. Remember? Pretty Woman always for me is just a big mistake. Huge. Huge. <laughs> you work on commission, right? <laughs> she just waltzes in. Every time I walk down Rodeo. Drive. Have you been to Yes? Yeah, yeah. Have I you just been? Say to Did myself, you go? Big mistake. Huge. Bev, Reg, Will. Yes, Got it. Right? For 50 bucks, your wife can watch. <laughs> so good. Spit out that gum. Yeah, it's bigger love than it. the blue love banana. Oh, it's so good. So good. I love that movie so much. And that, I mean, listen, it's got some, it's got some, it's, it might have dated in some ways. You think so? I mean, the old hooker with a heart of gold. Aww. It's been around for a while. But that beautiful fucking feminist line at the end where he says, what happens after the prince saves her? She saves him right, right back. back. I oh, remember I just got a, goosebumps. Yes. I remember as a kid watching that and being Full like. Full goosebumps. <gasps> It's true. It's a good line. It's so good. And it's also a surprising line in a movie in, mm-hmm. in the late 80s, early 90s about... Where she's playing a prostitute. Exactly. That's a real... That's a real... I remember that as a like a feminist moment in my body going, Yeah. Like, that's right. She's not just an object in this story. True. She's the subject. She's doing lots of great stuff. Lots of great stuff. And mm-hmm. as an actress, mm. 
like she, fuck, she's, she is good she's, she's so good she is able there's I mean, those are my, my favorites where there's that real, and they, people have said this about you too, the same qualities that you would say that Julie Roberts in that movie, for one example, like when you read your electronic press kit, which is really quite, quite impressive. But there's a lot of really great um, critiques that are, that are said about you and they're all, you know, talking about that same thing where you're able to not only be like brassy and ballsy but very vulnerable and very sexy and very like, you know, have access to your, your ingenue and your innocence. Oh, that's so beautiful. That's a lovely thing to say. It must be hard to, to do that. You're playing a prostitute. Yeah, right. Who's putting herself through college, you know, but you're also trying to not be a complete tart. Yeah, tart. But when... be so charming. Yeah, totally. Be charming and too. And that's what you did in Calamity Jane. Oh, thanks, mate. She was she's my favorite kind of character. I realize now, which is a she's a pioneer feminist. She is a pioneer feminist. I'll fucking tell you that. But she also she's the kind of character who used to be on the outskirts. Like she used to be the second character. So it used to be the two ingenues in Uh the middle, and then the wacky best friends. And what is so... In rev- movies of the day, yeah, in the 50s. totally, totally. In fact, honestly, from Shakespeare. You know what I mean? Like, it's a, it's a standard kind of trope. And what what Calamity did is that it kind of swapped that. So it put the two weirdos at the centre and said, haven't you always wanted to spend more time with the clowns and the wacky best friends? Haven't you always wanted them? Haven't you always wanted to see their inner life? Yes. And to see them be vulnerable? That's and to see them so be expansive? I, I think that's part of it. It's It's that... They're, they're always the most interesting characters. Yes. So put them at the centre of the so narrative. they're so flawed. Exactly. So good. And because they're the ones that we were always so magnetically drawn yes. to in those stories of two ingenues meeting, meeting and falling in love. Yeah. Where I was like, when's the best friend coming back on? Yeah. she's fun or he's yeah. fun. They're fun. Um, so I just, I love that idea of taking a clown role mm. and then going, what happens to the clown role? Mm when the ingenue story is off <laughs> happening off stage you know what i mean like yeah. let's let's f- let the camera follow them i love it i just love it are they the roles that you're most wanting to do while you're here right yeah weirdos and outsiders yeah yeah i've had a very lucky run i mean will and i we've had we started together i i, I mean i honestly never thought i would be mainstream never ever because why though you're so talented i think i had always cast myself as the wacky best friend and i you know i think in drama school i loved i loved character work and i was always happy to play the 40 year old maid the i mean the 80 year old maid and the poorly adapted male part so much more fun it's more fun it's more fun it's more interesting yeah and i think I also think, you know, I'm not a traditional looker. Like, I, I've got very strong features. I'm nearly six foot tall. I always thought I was built for the stage. I know. I exaggerate slightly because it sounds more amazing, but <laughs> I'm like, I'm 5'11". <laughs> yeah, I'm six foot seven. I'm a basketballer. Um, <laughs> Among other things. Okay. Um, I'm so bad at sports, though. <laughs> I can't even tell you. Really? Somebody the other day, somebody took me to a bar and was like, you'd be great at pool. I was like, oh, no, oh no sir, you have misread me. <laughs> Oh no, oh no, no. Do I give off that vibe? He was like, yeah, yeah. like a total pool shark. I was like, really? Oh, oh no. No, 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 incorrect. No. If you want to play charades, babe, <laughs> sit down. Yeah, exactly. I will fucking show you charades. Exactly right. But pool, oh. yeah, yeah. Is that what it is? 
<laughs> you forgot javelin. a bit of a wobbly wrist there, mate. Is that how you do it? Oh, it's like a javelin to me. <laughs> that was the only thing I did at school. Oh, that was the javelin. only sport I did. I was a shot you putter. You chucked things. I was a shot putter. Look at these fucking shoulders. I mean, look at the no. size. I mean, they've both got swimmer's shoulders. My husband how and Virginia have bored. We, we really do. We're Amazons. Um, how do you? State champion. Yeah. I went to regionals and I was pretty pleased with that. Oh, I never learned the championships. Uh, I didn't become a state champion. No, this is how this is how rumors start, Wilbur. Yeah, I'm six foot nine. <laughs> He's six foot nine, and he is the world's most professional <laughs> shot putter. <laughs> the world's most professional too is not the sentence. Yeah. Like he turns up on time. He's always wearing a suit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Such a professional shot putter. <laughs> he would never harass you. <laughs> so well, professional. Uh, <laughs> I mean, at, uh, uh, Wilbur, but, did you did you learn the spin? I did try the spin. It didn't work for me. I know, right? I feel like I didn't... I mean, I went to a performing arts high school, so the fact that I was doing anything sporty at all was astonishing to everyone. Yeah. Yeah, no, I just chucked it. Basically, I chucked a rock. That's what I did to get me to, to reach. And you did really well at it. Oh, that's good. You didn't just chuck it. you like... I know, I sort of... Because you go in the circle. circle. <laughs> There's a big steel ring. I can't believe we have never spoken about this before. This is hilarious. Yeah, you go in the circle, and then I just went... Real far down, and then I, just, I can't. I can't go any further. Yes, I'm sorry. You're, you're you're tethered to the headphones so and the it microphone. Looks like I'd be terrible. Trust you. Just discovered something about yourself that's oh, even deeper discus. connection. Not so good. Discus. Discus. I want that, the. I did the circle. In. This yeah, thing. yeah. Well, you've got to. That looks hard. Centrifugal force. Is the discus the one on the chain? Centrifugal. Yeah. yeah. Centrifugal? No, that's the hammer. The hammer. How do you say it? Centrifugal? Oh. Centrifugal. It's dun, da, 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 motion. It's dun, da, 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 It's centrifugal motion. Yeah. Right. Centrifugal. Centrifugal. How, I think you, it might be like one of those. Is that the technical song though? Is that like centrifugal, <laughs> centrifugal, centrifugal motion? It's centrifugal <laughs> motion. <laughs> that's how it's, you uh, learn all words. Yes. Unthinkable. Yes. So um, yeah, you gotta work it up. You gotta work it up. Spin, 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 spin. Let go. I was a high jumper. <gasps> That's impressive. My husband just he did snort. and burst out laughing. How high oh. did you get? I mean, I'm not very, but I did very well in my very small school. Is it because it, did Will snort like that? Because what's what, what height are you? I'm ha 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 ha. Five, 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 something. five foot four in heels, probably. Oh, little cutie, <laughs> little cutie. Well, yeah. you know what that says okay. to me? You Dex had great bum. skill and great power because you didn't have a natural advantage in height. No, I don't know how I got any jump. I have zero, zero bounce in me now. <laughs> Fucking hell. I can't jump to reach the bloody coffee cup out of the top thing. Wheel. Wheel bar. Well, well, you've got this human ladder over yeah. here. <laughs> the human ladder. Dun, 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 dun. Here's what. While Will is here, can I tell you the story of like? Yes, let's how do the story. I just, I want to. I, the thing that I learned on All Saints from Wilbur and from our friendship was that, uh, and I never knew it before, and it properly changed my practice and it changed who I thought I was as a person, was that you could fail and still be loved, and in fact, the vulnerability of failing could mean that you were loved. More, More, which sounds like fetishizing failure, which it isn't. But I just honestly, every time I had ever 
like fluffed a line or anything in the past, I would get so angry with myself and I get so furious and I, you know, my little perfectionist prefect soul would be like, you fucking idiot, you can't do this. You know, really like terrible self-talk. And what Will's friendship taught me was that every, when, I, when I would fuck up a line and Will was on set, he'd just throw these not even like tolerant kind eyes, these like mischievous, delighted eyes. He'd be the perfect like perfect audience but also like the perfect trampoline yeah like it was we would just spring back out of each other and then we would just play and play and play and he reframed you he absolutely fucking reframed me and the best game (laughs) oh goody what's this oh my god it's going to be such a visual game so we're going to use this and i'm sorry that the um the sound's going to go out try and explain it okay i'll I'll explain it yes great visually So, (laughs) so the game is you have to go Bedroom eyes, huh? walk into the door frame, recover with bedroom eyes. Yeah. It's as you're leaving a room. As you're leaving a room. Oh. <laughs> yeah. so, you, so you finish the scene. And we're, again, so you we're do this making... physically on set yeah. so the other one could see you. Totally. And again, we've okay. never... We've never like... Do you want to take your headphones off? Yeah. Yeah, do it. Okay, great. Okay, so the camera Now you've is... got to watch YouTube. <laughs> totally. The camera is um, whoever would be in the scene with me. Yeah. <laughs> it's the recovery. So funny. Um, oh my god, it was such heaven. And we would I mean it would it was just all games all the time. But that the power of vulnerability yes. being seen and being seen and by somebody who you loved and trusted. Play. 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 And that's it. Then it took all of the horror away from failure. Yeah. And all of this self disgust away from failure and it just became a part of the game. And in fact it became like that. It became the most exquisite part of the game make a game where failure is a part of the game so the the oh, vulnerability and the innocence that we have when we we're a kid well, yeah. like we're, we're, we're so like you know desperate to get rid of is oh. the values that we should be bringing into our work life how we survive yes. through these days of no's yeah. how we survive in our creativity yeah. is through playing with yourself <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realise it was this kind of a podcast. Uh, I is that what this is? Popped my head off. It hurt so much. <laughs> You're a treat. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> and same. Hmm. I was about to say then play with others. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that almost hurt my head. <laughs> you, you get the I general know exactly idea. Exactly what you mean. To go, Absolutely right. I love this. This yeah. is like a little, a little like a little lesson that you can, you know, put up put up on your wall to yeah. never to always come back, to always be able to reframe when shit goes down. Yeah. Who am I? Yeah, yeah. I'm excellent yeah. and lovely and sweet and fun and people love me. I should go out and like pick a flower and tell someone I love them. Yeah. I should go and write or should not should, get away the word mm. should, but mm. you know, just reframe. Yeah. Reframe. Like you were saying and always bring the 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 joy. Because things went awry when I took it too seriously and there were so many no's and so many almost. It's just, it's devastating. And you let it get on your shine. And then the shine is gone. It takes a while. Yeah. It takes a while to figure out how to build it back. And no one, ain't nobody got time for that. Nobody tells you, I suppose. No one. Well, this is it. We're trying to get Because every single person is trying to figure it out themselves. Yeah. 
So you can listen to podcasts, yeah. you know, and listen to people who have have some good advice. But, you know, a little sprinkle of this and a little sprinkle of that. But it does take action and it takes dedication. It takes practice. Yeah. All the words that we've been saying today. Well, exactly. Daily practice. Daily, daily practice. practice. To, to re-offer to re new habits. Yeah. I used to date a philosopher and he said. Of course you did. <laughs> no, casual. <laughs> Just threw that in there. <laughs> um, and he. F-I-L. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a shit speller. I went, yeah, what does come after that? <laughs> Terrible. I'm a great speller. Oh, my God, really? Yeah. I will Champion. Never, I will never play Scrabble yeah, against great you because I'll just make you so sad. I'll be yeah. like, I suppose it's cats. Well, I've got to be, be good like, at something, babe. I love it. Aww, but he used on, to say that all a character is just a collection of habits. And I was like, oh, my God. So true, right? It's so true. Oh. Do you know another amazing thing? That's on my epitaph. She's just a collection of habits. Just a collection of habits. Say a Hand, uh, handful of habits. That's what we called it. Handful of habits. It's a song about nuns and prostitutes. Handful of habits. Everybody knows. Why did I go Everybody. to prostitutes? I think it's because we were talking about prostitutes before, right? Yes, sure. Mm. Yeah. And this is our own We'll just. Mm. Is that the reason? <laughs> Terrible. Handful of habits. What, what? What, what? Madonna. Oh, the Madonna and the whore. Dichotomy. Yes, indeed. Yes, yes. Like a virgin. What did he call us? Different. No, you old trope. How dare you, sir. <laughs> I resemble that remark. <laughs> um, what did, I heard something else. Other. Oh, yeah, no, this is the, like, yeah, I agree. I absolutely agree with what you just said, T, which is that we spend so long trying to get away from our inner child yes. in our teens and early 20s, really. I spent so long pretending to be more worldly than I was and more jaded than I was because I thought that's what it was to be a grown-up. Incorrect. And then I spent Incorrect. so much time trying to get back to what I know is my true I... essential self, which is a very enthusiastic five-year-old yes. who is thrilled to be invited to your yes. party. Yes, yes. And it is nothing... Because I... she brings things and... like cut-off square fairy breads. I'll bring shit to have fun with. She yeah, does. we're good people. She's just so... I, I good think girl. She's a good girl. And she also, I think, I think enthusiasm gets kicked out of you in high school. Like enthusiasm mm. becomes a dirty word. Like how oh. dare you be interested in learning? Yeah. How dare you be like interested in another human being? Right. Like, oh God, no, you've got to play against it. You've got to like hide all your feelings. And a bit center of attention because you can't really help it sometimes and people don't like that. Totally, right? Yeah. Totally. Yeah. But enthusiasm, mm -hmm. I think, is the most valuable commodity well actually. fuck i got enthusiasm in spades there you go see if nothing else i tell you what this it'll girl, take you a long way you your capacity to organize a party and to organize <laughs> um things that i mean this is this is actual stuff that i have learned through our friendship mm -hmm. that i actually quite enjoy an organized game never knew this about myself <laughs> never knew it because you enjoy organized games so much and you can set them up and make them happen and I, I've often found I myself... I can wrangle a crowd. You absolutely can. I've often found myself standing on the side of your organised games going, yeah, no, I'm not an organised game party person. And then going, oh, <laughs> I mean, maybe, oh, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll just kick it for a bit. Oh, 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 oh. And it's lovely. It's wonderful to have a forum Great. where enthusiasm is encouraged. Great. And pure play. I love that. I mean, what that. a skill. What I a love skill. that. Bloody hell can T make a party. What is your ASM? ASMR. ASMR? Mm -hmm. I've been on set actually mm. um, with Will when he's been doing his, you know, fancy acting things. <laughs> and I have 
Because <laughs> he gets paid to do it. He's so lucky. Holy shit. I can't figure it out. I, 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 we pay to do it, don't we? I would pay to do it. Yeah, absolutely. I will pay you to put you me You get paid treatment. for this? Oh, my God. <laughs> Fuck, if only that were a thing. I'd be more broke than I am now. This microphone was expensive. Mm. Um, <clears throat> do you want a snake? Yes, but there's actors, and I have I have learned that because I come from stage. I'm an old board treader. Yes. Um, but there's television acting where, uh, if you're st- if you're standing there, just like you know, yes. six feet away from the actual actors yes. on mic and on camera, yeah, they're having a whole conversation. It's like uh, I can't hear you. Yeah. No. But that's a thing. Yeah. Because I think it actually helps us, your accent a little bit, especially being Australian. Oh, to yeah. bring it down. To bring it close. Because we talk real loud. But if yeah, you want to talk really slow and like a little yeah. bit lighter and then drop it right down, the American accent sure. a little bit easier. Like, why not? Yeah. But great. then how do you do it? I just think, I always think about the camera. The the camera is a, like a lover's gaze. And it's the it's a lover's gaze in the when you've just woken up in the morning. Like, oh. the camera is this close to you. And that's why you can't, that's why you can't, like the camera sees a lie. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> if you if you know you're not doing good work, the camera can see it because it's right. If you know, because your little voice yes. is in there. Yes, that little voice. But it's weird, of course, because all all acting is lying. But yeah. it's just about whether you're you know yourself that you are lying. So the only way to get around that, then, I mean, I, I, I have found is just preparing it so much that you can get lost in it. I mean, if you've got like a, a one day preparation. Mm. Because I do have that little voice that pops up and I'm always trying to find out how you entrench yourself so much into the moment, which Mm. is difficult sometimes when you're in an audition room because no one's giving a fuck why you're there. This is wrong. This is it. This is all these different things that are very distracting. So how do you have any little tips for the trade? Well, I mean, the thing that I love the most is the Brian Cranston one, which is where he says, you know, I was so eager to work I was so eager to get a chance to work that I would go into audition rooms and all you could smell was like give me a chance give me a chance give me a chance to do my job and he said the thing that totally reframed that for him Mm -hmm. was him going oh this is the work this Mm. is the work okay so great so go in there do your work play listen do do your craft that you've trained to do yeah and then let it go because yeah. that was the work. That's the work. It's the it's a really beautiful way to think about it. Mm, very Can much I so. do it? I don't know. I don't know, but I fucking love to think about it like that. So great when you do though. Mm-hmm. What a score. Audition. Yeah, I'm liking them a bit more. Like, after being here for a little bit, I started living that that way. Yeah. So I was like, well, it's just a chance to be show, be, be on show. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Show, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the gun show. Yeah, it's mine. true. When yeah. you do frame it like that, reframe yeah. it like that, because <clears throat> not just about getting the job, because they will remember you. Even yeah, though when yeah. my mum says that, I'm so annoyed. I'm like, well, you never know. I'm like, fuck it. It's not. Okay, for sure. Thanks for the support. But, you know, it's, the, the yeah, they, you, they never forget good work. And you are not right for everything or most things. Yeah, yeah, But true. you will walk into that room and you've seen that casting director ten times and they're like, this is your role. Yep, there it is and it's a done deal. Yeah, great. So it, it is the work. Yeah. The work is do, showing up. But that's the thing too that we're talking doing about, the work. bear claw, isn't it? That, I yeah. Mean, and it's such an old trope <laughs> to use an old trope. You old trope. You get a T-shirt that says dirty old trope. <laughs> 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 I will also get a t-shirt if you're Daddy making them. Yeah. 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 
Um, <laughs> but I, uh, yeah, that it's that it's journey, not destination stuff. You gotta find yeah. joy in the journey. You gotta find like that ev- everything, the process has got to be valuable in and of itself. Otherwise, you're always working towards a goal that you might not get to. It Ooh. reminds me of something that my yoga um, guru, uh, Go- say it. Guru, I don't know if I can say the word guru. You absolutely can. It's the technical it's term thing. for it's yoga. It's like he hates the word manifest. Oh, he really? hates it. But I quite like it when guru. you said it like that. Oh, yeah. ASMR. Right? Yeah. ASMR. ASMR is autonomous, <laughs> sensory, meridian, Response. That has not helped us at all. Autonomous <laughs> sensory meridian response. That's, it's that sensation that, you know, that prickly tingle? So it sends a... To the top of your scalp and you go, ooh, that's that. Oh, ooh. that has helped like a lot. Like paddle pop yeah, sticks right. on your bottom teeth. No, in a good way, right? <laughs> oh, is that a good feeling for you? <laughs> no, that little It's the good one. <laughs> like when we said something, what did we say? Something that was good before that made you go, goosebumpy. It was about the Oh, was it about the beer? Didn't we say Zoe, something? Zoe Kravitz does a No, I thought we beer. said something. I thought you and I came to a Fuck, revelation. What was that? I, I wish I'd written that down. We'll just had a rewind there. We'll get the desk boy to go back. Also, just desk boy. <laughs> so just tweet Ooh, desk and boy. tell us. You, t- you tell us. That's it. That's engagement. Engagement with your listeners. Go on. Tell us. Put a link. I can't. There'll be a link here. There'll be a link, be a link us, to that Tell thing. us what made... Teresa have goosebumps. Oh, see, this is the business of it that yes. I'm not very good at. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> There's a whole other thing about, yeah. you know. Engagement. Engagement. Audience Reach. engagement. Yeah. yeah. Bringing p- traffic. Hey, what do we think about this? I've got a question for you. Tell yes. me what you think. Yes. Willie Wilbur, also you. So there's this thing now. So everybody's looking at your Instagram page and everybody's looking at your sort of your supplementary materials. Do we think that in the future, I mean I see some people doing it too, like if they're if they're auditioning for a show in the music theater world, they'll often put up them singing other songs by the same artist or they'll put up a version of them singing it at a gala. They'll, they'll offer supplementary materials. And I just, I remember getting a bit like, oh, that's a bit on the nose. But I actually think it might be the future now. I think there's... Platforms will separate into, well, this is for your friends and this is for your, your new LinkedIn. <laughs> this yeah, is how to get right. work. I mean, it, it almost is LinkedIn, isn't it? This is a resume. It's just, I mean, I just have seen it so many times of people who are directing or producing Mm. have gone to like show me somebody somebody's face from on instagram, instagram and then have gone oh a video oh my god she can sing that oh, yeah right. really i mean i'm intrigued good to by know. it i'm really okay. intrigued by it and i think i i, I mean it's i had a like re- botox everyone's just gonna it's just exactly jump it. into jump yeah. it'll be the it'll be the it'll jump be the new normal instagram and i, re- I remember I'm, yeah I remember I, ca- I cast a guy in a short film that I made, mm. which I fucking loved Paper doing. cut? Paper cut. She does her research. I'll tell the you horror what. comedy about a Did you? toxic Did you? masculinity and a, some, and a wayward printer. <laughs> a demented printer, a Demented yes. printer. Yes. I mean, obvious, obvious story. Duh. For her. There's a dirty old trope. There is a dirty old trope. Oh, the old demented printer again. Please, Shakespeare. No. Oh, oh Hewlett Packard. Um, yeah. So that I remember 
because I was working with Keegan Joyce at the time and I absolutely loved him but all the roles that he was playing in the show that I was doing with him were like sweet gentle roles and I needed an asshole. I needed a dickhead and I remember going to his Instagram page Mm. and just looking through it and there was this photo of him with like a dirty moustache and like a Ah. a, like a mid-distance gaze and I was like that's him you could be an asshole (laughs) you could be a misogynist you could be a that was I mean I think I think it's happening. So this is what casting directors and we, this is why we we, we go into a room. We're like, how come you can't possibly think or or imagine that I could be this other thing? Yeah, you know, unless you see it. No, her hair's too long. You can cut it. Yeah, totally, totally, totally. Yeah, no, I think that I think that's I think it's the way. But also, I think what is really important again, as we were saying, you can't fake it. So you can really you can smell it yeah. when people are trying to present an You're image right. that is untrue. Looking for authenticity, exactly. And also, I mean, because Instagram, because social media is so much about authenticity mm. and vulnerability and uh, in- engagement in that way. Like, I mean, look at the incredible stuff that Celeste Barber is doing where she, like, unpacks everything that Instagram is. That's like, true. It's extraordinary. Yeah. And she's found her entirely own platform for exactly how funny she is yeah. in exactly it's, the way she, she is. She is remarkable. Like, she has... Yeah, how she's done that is... She has made her own perfect forum. Yeah. It's fucking incredible. Yeah. Because she was on All Saints with us and she was criminally underused. Criminally. Yeah. I think that is the technical term. It was outrageous. Well, because she needed time... To create this. It's, and also technology needed to ca- catch up with it. We didn't That's have right. Instagram. I remember Andy Supant saying, you should join this new thing called Facebook. And me going, no, thanks. I'll stick you. with MySpace. Thanks very much. <laughs> <laughs> well, I made a song. <laughs> what? You want, oh, okay, Napster's no. this new app. You want to see it? <laughs> Napster. Napster? Remember Napster? What? I remember Napster. Was it not an app? Oh, that's how much oh. I didn't in, invest in it. You're too sweet. Uh, yes, yes. Speaking of investing in, <clears throat> mm. it's very hot in here. Um, that Why do I feel so cool? Oh. I'm wearing a literal sheep's mane. You're so. It's <laughs> not the phrase. <laughs> hey, I got catcalled the other day. Did but you? Not in a bad way. I, I got, oh, you liked it. Well, I got catcalled, and this guy's. This slowed. is how you do it right. You say lion's fleece now. <laughs> Lions. Bring me the head with a lion's fleece and we will take the mountain. <laughs> Sorry, that will have peaked. I really apologise. It's perfect. Walter gave me this look like, what are you doing? What the? You're acting again. Um, oh, yes. You're okay, reacting. This guy slowed down his car oh. and stuck his head out the window and I was like, oh, God, here we go. This will be awful. And he went, look at that mane. And I went and drove on and I was like, that's fair. Hello. That's fair. That's fair. It is a mane. Like, it's a full mane. It's a cat mane. Is that what you called it? I have a sheep mane. Sheep That's right. Mane. It is curly. Look at your literal sheep mane. <laughs> that sounds like I've got a sheep mange. Oh, God, look at your sheep mange. It's a real thing. We're going to talk about that now. Terrible. You've got to put him through the dip, right? Oh, That's, yeah. It's yeah. awful. I also used to date a farmer. <laughs> yeah. I know things about dip now. Yeah. <laughs> I know one thing. <laughs> Tell me what you know about dip. You're going to put sheep through it. Oh, great. <laughs> that's all I've got. It's not okay. The dip, the, the, it's not fun stuff. Oh, really? Well, this is two actual farm kids. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I've been through a dip. Who hasn't been through a dip? What? Do you haven't been through a dip? Pa- parents just send you through? Oh, no. My sister sent me through. <laughs> that is abuse. <laughs> 
Just she, terrible. She also jammed my head in between the banisters and I couldn't get them out because I harpooned myself with my ears and she left me there all afternoon while she played with her friends and told my mum and dad, I love my sister, but really. That is foul. Did they have to butter your ears? To yeah. Is that how? That oh, doth butter no parsnips. <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Some English expression about that. That Sure. And it's really, it tickled, Never heard it, but tickled our it. mutual fancies. <laughs> this paper cut, this film that yes. you did, the, the, horror, the yeah. horror comedy you did, you very heavily um, invited women. Yes. To come yes. on board as yes. cast and crew, mostly the crew, right? Mostly the crew. Um, so it happened. The story happened, the basis of the story happened to a female friend of mine. She was alone at she the paper cut. <laughs> it was a comma horry. Comma horry. Awful. I'm fine to drive. Um, she, <laughs> she was alone late at night in a computer lab mm. and, the, and the printer started printing and the first thing that came out was um, three minutes and she was like, Three minutes, what? It, it printed said, three minutes. It printed three minutes. Oh, this stop actually it. Happened. The words three minutes. Three minutes. And she was <sighs> horrified. Of course. Absolutely terrified. I just got and ASMR. There we go. And then I I mean, I asked her permission to use this story. Um, and I used some of her music in the film. She's an incredible musician called Magnets. Incredible song called Fight, which we should link to. <gasps> Engagement. Click here. Magnets. Magnets. Fight. What's her name? Her name is Siobhan. Siobhan. I with think a BH. I said that right. Yes. Mm. Sometimes I get startled because Sorry. so many other letters. Of course there is. Yes. <laughs> In Siobhan. the word Siobhan. Siobhan. Great. Magnets. Um, and so this incredible story happened to her. And I was like, when I, want, when I want to tell this story, I want to gender flip it because I'm so tired of seeing women, women terrorised. In horror films. Great. And I wanted to make this guy a real bastard and I wanted to make this guy a guy who said things at the beginning of the film like, you know, women are fucking victims. Great. And like... And I wanted him to feel the fear of the everyday that we feel all the time. The reason that we walk through a car park with our keys through our fist. That's right. Because we are taught that we have to fear the everyday because there's so much violence in the world and against of us. Of course. So I wanted to teach him that. So I, for, that, and for, that, for that sort of metaphor to be overarching, I also wanted as many women as possible on the crew. And Great. Thrilling. I have an incredible female DOP called Sky. She's incredible. She's fabulous. I'll link to her stuff too. She's brilliant. Do you, um, sorry. Yes. Do you think that that's in, I mean, obviously your answer is going to be yes, but <clears throat> for women then, you know, that young girl we're talking to mm. who's coming to, to Hollywood. Yes. Like I feel that that's an important way forward, you know, to, to stick with your sisters, to mm. not be competitive with your sisters, but to invite them to yep. create with you is yep. how we stay confident, yep. how we stay um, empowered, you know, and how we stay in love. I was taught growing up that there might be one seat at the table for a woman. That's what I was taught. There oh. might be. And so I was taught that you sort of needed to run to it. Yeah. <laughs> before the music stops. And, and make sure that, <laughs> I mean, I think I was just at the end of this feeling, but I remember watching it and going like, Oh, this doesn't feel like the right way. I, watching people and going, Oh, she has been taught that there's only one seat at the table. Therefore, she has to get rid of the other women. Yes. And in it's fact, not true. it is not the case. And also, the opposite is true. The, the dream is, and I think we're seeing it now. Are you talking it, quieter because I we don't want to give the game away? Really true. Yeah. No, I'll give the game away. I just want everybody to feel it. Listen. The dream is that you have the power 
to set the table now. Yeah. So you skip the, you know what I mean? You, you, it's not about getting that one seat and thinking I've made it and now I'm with the boys and yeah. I'm one of the boys. It's going, it's going, yes, all figs, creamy figs. <laughs> it's going, I have the power to make this table and I can put as many seats there as yeah. I like and I will get all the best people. Yeah, and that's male or we'll, women, exactly. young or old. Male or women. Yeah, yeah. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to talk pretty one day. <laughs> but that's it. Now we set the table. Yeah. And I love that. I fucking love that. And I, I strongly agree. I've never felt more um, thrilled and empowered than mm. when I, I, I realised that it's, it's – it, it, I can also – I'm not only thrilled to be at your party, I can also invite you to my party. Absolutely. And it's wonderful to have all the best people at your party. Listen, it, I'll come to your party <gasps> anytime. I don't care even if you're just serving a couple of, you know, bloody fairy breads. I'll be at your party any minute. And I have no doubt that whatever your, you know, bear claw path may be up, down, around, sideways, you're always going to be delivering something that's authentic and 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 a joy to watch and I'm your biggest fan. And you're an extraordinary alien and thank you so much for... Thank you so much for having me too. <laughs> This is so lovely. Also, good wall colour, babe. Isn't it a good wall colour? It it's only painted. the fifth time we painted it this month. Thank you so much to everyone who's watching. Um, please like and subscribe. And uh, yeah, if you know an extraordinary alien that you really want to get yeah. here on the show, um, let Will me Traval. know. Get Will Traval. We're working on it. You need some more ladies. We oh, need some more cool. ladies. Yeah. Aaron. Get Aaron Cahill. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Greatest woman. We're moving into the Americans. This is very Australian-centric oh, for now. Oh, of course it is, too. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I just was like, get Aaron. Yeah, get Aaron. She's the best thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> Love you guys. Stay extraordinary. And be an alien if you want to be. Show!